Welcome back to the California Work Comp Report. If you've listened to our other episodes, you've learned to hone your skills in impairment rating literacy. Now it's time to put that literacy into practice. Yes, in today's episode, Dr. John Alchemy schools us on scoring doctors and impairment reports, an important skill which puts the power of a work comp claim in your hands. Hi, this is Dr. John Alchemy with RateFast, and we're working on a podcast series, a video series here on impairment rating competency and literacy. Today, I'm gonna be talking about an interesting topic that maybe you have not uh, been thinking about or even knew that existed. And that is the concept of understanding the scoring of the doctor and the application of the data in the AMA guides. Um, We're all familiar with impairment ratings. They need to be written when the case becomes maximally medically improved. Um, The report needs to be written in California within 20 days of the doctor making that determination. And then a report needs to be written. We've done uh, multiple other um, uh, video casts on impairment ratings, different elements of it. But today we want to talk about something that's pretty interesting, and that's the doctor and being able to understand um, the doctor actually place their impairment ratings um, within a scoring context to understand how complete the reports are and uh, how compliant they are with the AMA guides. Here at RateFast, uh, probably about three years ago, we came up with the very first um, impairment scoring system that I'm aware of, and it's called the Integrity Score. And the Integrity Score is a very simple concept. It basically looks at each of the uh, impairment reports that can be done in the AMA guides, and it makes a list, a checklist, if you will, of the um, number of things that need to be present to be fully compliant with the AMA guides, 100%. So for instance, um, in a shoulder exam, you have to uh, check the shoulder that's injured in six planes of motion. It needs to be measured twice. You take the highest one. It needs to be measured with a goniometer. Um, the uh, values have to be within 10% of each other to be uh, valid. And then you have to do the same on the opposite shoulder. Again, six planes of motion, two measurements, goniometer, all validated. And then you have to take the injured side, subtract it from the uninjured side and figure out you know, what, what's contributed to by the injury. Now that's a pretty tall order. Um, on addition to that, you have to go ahead and check strength and sensation and all kinds of things, um, x-rays, uh, MRIs, etc. So there's quite a long list um, uh, in the AMA guides, and no one's really digitized it. And when I say digitized it, meaning completing a tool that can look at a doctor's history, physical exam, and the presence of diagnostic tests, and their impairment rating, and understand how much of the data is present, and how much of it is missing. Now, in some of my other videos, I talked about the critical things that are included, um, pain scoring, activities of daily living. All these are absolutely essential in AMA guides impairment rating. So as, as you look through this and you have a tool now called the RateFast Integrity Score, actually now individuals who use our service or have their reports formatted on their service can now look in to their adequacy of reports. And I'm not here to say that every report in the AMA guides is 100% compliant. I think that that would be unrealistic and uh, definitely not accurate. What we really wanna do though, is we wanna get an idea um, individual to individual as to how well they're doing with their history, their physical exam, 
um, and how much data is being utilized in these impairment values. Remember, impairment reports are very contentious at times. Um, if people don't understand it, if they don't understand the data, they're going to have certain opinions about the impairment reports that may or may not be very well founded. But it's just the nature of when you're trying to settle cases and monetize injury. There's a, there's a lot of disagreement about, about how that's done. And so the best tool that we have is the AMA guides. But again, we need to be able to look into the AMA guides and look into those reports and have a tool that can help us better understand how complete is this report, how much data is missing, and if there is data missing, what are the big pieces and do we need to go back and get it? So these are actually um, tools that, that serve uh, two purposes. One, gives you insight into um, how much data is present or not present. And then secondly, it can tell you exactly what needs to go back and be done to complete the report or make it more complete. So for instance, um, let's talk about two doctors, Dr. A and Dr. B. Dr. A is an orthopedic surgeon and he does uh, spine surgery and specializes in the spine. Dr. B is also a spine surgeon and she specializes um, in surgery of the spine. So these two doctors uh, both are doing their impairment reports. Dr. A is found to have on average about 70% of the data present in his impairment reports. Dr. B is found to have 85% of the data present in her reports. And so what we're actually doing is we're, we're now looking at how to score or compare providers based on their impairment reports, the data, the completeness, and of course the accuracy of the report. So what we're what we're looking for in a much bigger uh, uh, play is one, which doctors are doing good jobs, which ones are doing not great jobs, and how do we kind of lift everyone up to the same level of competency? Because that's the real question. Primary treating physicians in California are not required to show any competency at all in impairment reports. You have to remember that. So if you don't have a tool to gauge how they're doing, um, it's hard to say what the quality and the training of the evaluator and the doctor really is. So as we go through um, the system, we now have a tool and we can start scoring doctors. The other thing I want to point out too is that doctors are creatures of habit. So they tend to do the same report over and over every time for the same body part. So for instance, um, Dr. A might do a visual estimate. I think the range of motion on spine flexion is 70%. And Dr. B might actually use a goniometer or excuse me, an inclinometer that gives specific degrees of motion inflection. So her report might say forward flexion, two point inclinometer, uh, 72 degrees, 70 degrees, 68 degrees. And so you can kind of see what I'm getting at is that there's different flavors of quality, detail, and consistency between doctors. And the whole point is to be able to understand um, how this varies between doctors. And then we can kind of think about extrapolating this to the bigger system, where if you have the correct tool, you can now see which doctors are doing a higher level of detail in their reports and which ones are not. 
And then we can obviously um, uh, also start to prescribe or make recommendations on how these doctors can improve. Dr. A, we notice that every time you do an exam, you're not taking a calf or thigh measurement. Uh, Dr. B, we're noticing that when you document sensory loss in the dermatome, you're not checking it with a monofilament or two-point um, discriminator to tell us how impaired the nerve is. And so the list can go on and on. But the whole point is that when we have these tools, tools such as RateFast um, or any other documentation tool that's standardized and validated, um, we can start to get a little bit more scientific about the reports we're looking at, the quality, the consistency, and of course, the conclusions that are drawn based on these reports. So I hope I've given you something to think about today. Next time you pick up an impairment report, think about how much data is here, what's the quality, what did the doctor leave in, what did they leave out, and um, is the uh, final impairment report that we're left with really substantiated or supported by what I'm looking at in this report. So I hope this is helpful. I hope it's helped you to think about the way you review impairment reports going forward, and we'll look forward to having you next time at our next video cast. Thanks for listening. For more about impairment rating literacy, visit our blog at blog.rate-fast.com. And to learn more about RateFast Express Workers' Compensation Impairment Report Service, visit rate-fast.com. And if you have any questions or comments about our show, feel free to shoot us an email at caworkcompreport at rate-fast.com.